This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we recap the premiere of Season 8 Below Deck. One step closer to world domination, named that for whatever reason. Mm. I guess Rachel said it off the cuff. This season, we're in St. Kitts. We're about to go on a 17-week vacation with some old friends and meet some new friends. Uh, In tonight's episode, we'll meet the crew and give our instant reaction. Welcome our first charter guest of the season, as well as speculate on what's to come. We'll go over our initial crew rankings and finish out the episode with a listener-submitted life advice around a pay wage discrepancy. I want to remind everyone that we do a life advice segment on every episode, so send in what you've got at belowdeckpod at gmail.com. As I bring in my co-captain, I want to ask, Sean, what storyline is most intriguing in episode one? Is it Eddie versus the micromanager, Captain Sean? Eddie versus maybe a sour Rachel? Or Frazier versus his boss, Heather? Oh, John, all the way, Frazier versus Heather. Because you know why? Frazier's not going to stop being Frazier. And he, like Eddie and Rachel can avoid each other. And we know Captain, we know Captain Lee's coming back at some point. But... Frazier's not going to stop being Frazier, and he's with Heather all season. And, you know, Jen, we've all worked with someone who's pretty good at their job but thinks they're perfect and also needs constant praise. And it's it's going to be good. And I, I love how confrontational he was with Heather the entire episode. Like, he's not afraid to start a fight. I don't know. I think he broke a record for most words said under his breath or to <laughs> no one in the first episode. I feel like every time Heather walked away, he had something to say that she couldn't hear, but the camera could hear. Yeah, but then at the end of the episode, then he also says things to her. So he's holding back, but still like directly called her out for being a kind of a poor manager in this episode. So we're, we're gonna get a lot more from this guy. I know it. So that, that's my favorite storyline so far. Yeah, I can't imagine this cools down immediately. This might be a full season of these two going at it. I mean, I can only hope, right? <laughs> I think Chiefs two versus first two or second two is probably my third favorite drama line. Mm. So we're right up there. And it's usually chef versus anybody is my second favorite. So we're going to see what happens here. Um, I was cautiously optimistic going into the season. We knew we weren't going to get Captain Lee to start. We've got obviously a really new crew except for Eddie, but so far I really liked what I saw. Uh, Sean, do you want to go through, we can go through our, our kind of our list here and just um, give our instant reactions on each person. That, that sounds perfect. Yeah. yeah. Should, we, uh, should we, do we start with Eddie or Captain Sean? I think we start with Captain Sean, maybe out of respect. Okay. Um, uh, so Sean, he knows this boat. He's, he's been on this boat. He's done the crossing for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've said in previous podcasts, I have no idea what a crossing is. I know you're just going from point A to point B. Are you crossing the equator? Are you crossing a sea? <laughs> I don't know, but he knows this boat. Uh, what were your thoughts to what I think is the captain, the micromanager, Sean? Yes. Uh, we'll so we share the same first name. Um, look, this is our first new captain since uh, Captain Glenn. And that was, well, that was like February 2020. So like a, it's a fresh face, right? But um, I don't know, man. Do you remember the show Recess on Saturday morning cartoons? Yeah, TJ Detweiler. Yeah. Captain Shad reminds me of Randall. Remember Randall, the snitch? Yeah. He looks yeah. like him and talks like him. <laughs> I don't know. He's a, <laughs> I saw that. He's a funny looking guy with a very high pitched voice. Not nope. to be mean. Look. But I think he overcompensates 
some of the things he lacks by being annoying and nitpicky. Like maybe people don't res- initially respect him for how he looks. So he is, I don't know, just does a lot of other stuff to assert his dominance. It, j- quick question. Is he intimidated by Eddie? I don't think he's intimidated by Eddie because I mean, he is a captain of boats, right? Like he is yeah. his boss and I don't, it doesn't seem to me like Sean really watches below deck. No, so I, I don't think that. he really knows like to him. I think this is just another charter that just happens to have a camera crew with it. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but he does kind of have the like assistant principal vibes mm. or like the substitute teacher vibes. Right. Like, he is important, but only sometimes. And right now he's important. So he's really like milking it. Right. And yeah. I, I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think he's usually the crossing captain. Right. And now he's the charter captain. So it's a different role to fill. And I just, I really think he's going above and beyond in the sense where he's just kind of tearing Eddie to pieces. Yeah. It's kind of weird to see Eddie flustered. It's been a while since this happened. Because he's, he's usually got Captain Lee, who's just like a very hands-off captain and just trusts his crew to do, you know, the best. And I think Eddie's probably, if he is making mistakes, it's just because he really is in like a new environment right now with someone he's not used to. Yeah. Uh, so do you like Sean so far or what, it, what do we got? I don't know if I have to like him or don't like him. I feel like he's gone in like two episodes. I guess he adds a new dynamic as like a hands-on captain, but I think if you've like watched the recent episodes of Below Deck Med or recent seasons, Sandy's been ostracized for being too hands-on. So I don't think it's a great look. I just kind of want Eddie to be Eddie and do what he does because he's great TV. I guess, should we go to Eddie next? Um, sure. What haven't we said? Yeah, I like he's you know, he's still my goat. Well, him and Daisy are my two below deck goats, greatest of all time. So, yeah, like I mentioned, it was kind of it was kind of fun almost to see him stress stress out a little bit. But you also do want Eddie to be Eddie. Yeah, he's I don't know he's a star man. He's a blast. Yeah, he's a star of the show. I loved how he was already in mid season form with the commentary from start to finish. Oh yeah, he's check. He's checking the names on the, uh, I guess the the outfits, and he just he's like blah 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 blah. Rachel, oh, and then just he's kind of like, oh look, I mean, Eddie knows how to be on TV by now. He's got some practice. Yeah, yeah. Did he say Eddie three point This is his fifth season. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've got a question about the makeup of, and I know we're getting through everybody, but is he? first officer slash bosun because it seems like when we're going to get into him but there's three deckhands and he said he's going to name one lead deckhand mm-hmm. so unless he pulls a malia and does it at the very end like is he pulling double duty here i think you know i think there's been a few times where captain lee went without a bosun so i think that is possible you just have like multiple officers but yeah, I think for the purposes of the show and everything, he's he's still a first officer, but he also is going to kind of manage the deck team. That makes sense. I, w- I would like to know more, though, but yeah. I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, so, Sean, while we're on Eddie, why don't we meet the why don't we meet the deck crew? Let's do it. So let's start with Wes. Um, so what I know about Wes is that he doesn't get a lot of screen time in episode one. And he has a sailboat background. Mm-hmm. Now, Sean, I've got a question for you because I believe Wes mentioned that he's captained his own boats. Sometimes that can be a red flag and that person can, you know, be too much of a boss when they don't have the proper title. Are you worried about that? He seems like such a chill guy, though. Just great vibes. Super, seems like a really fun dude. Um, now... You know, it, it was his sailing background. I know sailing and uh, mega yachts are two very different things. I know kind of Daisy mentioned that to us too. It's a different type of person, which mm. is good because that means this guy's going to party and be a blast uh, off charter. But uh, yeah, I, I I think he's just too cool of a dude to be 
that annoying on deck, right? I mean, yeah, I've got big hopes for Wes here. I yeah. think he could he could be very he could be great this season. I know he's a little bit green when they said to you know uh, mega yachts things like that, but I I really hope he he comes out on top this season. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, Chad. Oh, question: Is he from America or is he from St. Thomas? I that guy said like twelve words the entire episode. Yeah, I, 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 I was trying to figure it out because. You know, um, Lexi last season was from the Bahamas, but sounded like she was from America. I'm not sure how the accents work in the Caribbean, but I I hope we'll find out because (laughs) (laughs) this would be a terrible season if it's just 80% three characters, which I felt like it was this episode. Uh, Sean, let's go into the next one. So we've got Raina. Mm. So Raina comes from a different background. She comes from a fishing charter, I think from Alaska. Mm. So this is a little bit better weather. I'm hoping, uh, I don't like, I didn't see her in any of the episodes of deadliest catch that I used to watch. So mm-hmm. I don't think she was on King crab boats, but <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. But Sean, more importantly, I feel like she's down to clown. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I think she's going to be a blast this season. Um, there's already a little, a little bit of flirting going on. So, uh, what were your thoughts? I like her. She like, yeah, it's, this seems like they're going to be, a, it's a fun deck crew. Um, yeah. Rena is going to be cool. I'm excited to watch her like the first night out. Cause she, I, she, I think she's going to want to hook up and maybe with our, our last guy, Wes, or no, I'm sorry, not Wes, uh, Jake. Right. Yeah. I mean, so. And so, so Sean, I've looked into Jake a little bit here. Mm. His Instagram says he's a sex therapist. It's not. (laughs) I don't. There's no way that's his job. Is he being like, he's like a female body inspector too? Like. Oh yeah. The good old FBI. Um, Yeah. With, I I will say with that facial hair, I expect no less. Yeah. Um, Sean, you know, I'm a big golfer and I don't know what the overlap is of, of our listeners uh that like golf but if you google gary mccord that is a golf commentator they are spitting images the facial hair is identical so he's going for the gary mccord um jake with his uh facial hair here with his what handlebar mustache goatee it's identical oh man i uh, i love jake the ladies love jake frazier loves jake uh, Sean Cole loves Jake and, uh, I, I can't wait to watch this guy party. He's going to be a blast. Uh, I think he's going to get down for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Where is Jake from South Africa or is he from Australia? We'll have to find out. I feel like usually when people walk on the boat, they give a little bit more like background intro. I, I did feel like we got into the charter guests really quickly in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Usually there's like a couple of days to like get the boat ready and people complain that the boat's not ready. That didn't happen this episode. <laughs> yeah. Like last season of sailing yacht, they had like a night, like drinking on the boat all hanging out Yeah. before the, even the first like charter started. Yeah. So I, I like Jake could be from a lot of countries, but I'm, I'm going to guess South Africa, but I'm, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I think it's a really strong deckhand team. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, Sean, let's go interior adjacent. Mm-hmm. Our chef needs no introduction. Mm-mm. Rachel's back. Um, we all got to experience Rachel and her interesting ways of going about things. But at the end of the day, she is a phenomenal chef. What are your thoughts on her coming back? Rachel's still Rachel. Like the pandemic didn't change her whatsoever i mean same exact person um you know it's really cool having someone like a competent chef again and not you know chef matt all this stuff like i like she just owns that galley it's it's cool like there's i don't know i just i it it's fun like having her like i love watching her cook i really yeah i'll say this i like when the charter guests enjoy their meals yeah it is a headache i don't i don't want like the chief stew to have to be like running back to the chef being like oh you screwed this up yeah it's 
you'd think that'd be like good drama and like um sometimes it is but yeah mostly i want a good chef though oh no i like it when it's the other way around when the chef is like too perfect in rachel's instance right yeah and remember last year she just kept thinking chez just kept messing up oh yeah yeah oh yeah you know i think um our next person here heather is gonna have some she doesn't have necessarily have big shoes to fill but from rachel's perspective she's gonna need to be perfect in order to be you know up to standard here right yeah um i could see heather being a little afraid of rachel but i tell you i i like heather our first American chief stew since I believe, uh, since Kate bullet legacy season seven. Yeah. So that's nice. And look, we're, you know, we're, we're two guys. I mean, Heather is a good looking girl, right? I don't, yeah. <laughs> we're not, I'm not, I'm not complaining. Uh, only 25 though. That's, that does seem young to be a chief stew. Well, you know what? Maybe they're trying to, groom the next chief stew for multiple years right yeah. like if you go and you get a chief stew who's on the back end of this like maybe they can't be the franchise for four or five years yeah so heather, yeah no that, that's probably smart yeah heather's gonna be good tv i think i think she is you're right it's, it is it's almost odd now to have a chief stew from the u.s um but it so far it's good she's got good vibes i think she's going to be a little particular uh, which kind of runs into our second stew, Frazier. Sean, just, I know his name's Frazier, and I hope you get this joke. He sounds more like a Niles to me. Mm, yeah, oh, I do. Uh, David Hyde Pierce from Saratoga yeah. Springs, New York. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. <laughs> For all of our Frazier fans out there, too. Yeah, uh, Yeah. you know what? He's really passionate about being a stew, which is, is nice, because I feel like, most of the stews in these shows are like over it already. And they're like, oh, I can't wait to quit this job. I like that he's passionate, but man, he, he needs constant praise. And he's a guy that like, he makes everyone else's job harder by just being, by being him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, he's pretty good at his job, but all of his complaining and everything and, wanting to be the boss like yeah he already is questioning heather on multiple levels right um i think he's stressing himself out already he's already really stressed out (laughs) i just hope he lasts by the third charter i mean i hope he lasts all season but man uh i just say it'll be a nice twist to have a guy in the interior for the first time in a while yeah him and josiah are the only two yeah yeah, exactly. So um, it will be interesting to see the power dynamic here. At least it's not like a second stew versus third stew issue. It's chief stew versus second stew. So there's clearly a a hierarchy here. So I think as long as Frazier is respectful of that, as long as Heather's getting the job done, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then, John, can you say her name? Because I already forgot it. Who, the third stew? Yeah. I don't think she got on board yet. <laughs> now of course we're talking about jessica here uh oh yeah okay all right yeah so jessica loves laundry um <laughs> sean I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you i don't like laundry i don't like any part of it i don't like going into my basement to do it i don't like to look at it touch it i guess when it's clean i'll i like smelling it i guess mm. but man uh jessica loves laundry and that's probably music to heather's ears as long as she can do more than just that right which now as of now she can't um look you she's a beautiful girl i i don't know did you see her lasting i i feel like she just looks pained to be there the entire time yeah well that was the other thing i didn't get why was frazier was doing the beds mm-hmm. while they were at while the charter guests were at dinner right but doesn't yeah. usually seconds do do dinner especially since they said fraser's on late so yeah. does that mean heather's doing all of it by herself or is she pulling jessica in like jessica can't just do laundry obviously but yeah. if fraser's doing beds while they're eating dinner like heather can't do all of that by herself i just i i'm 
maybe I'm on team Frazier right now and just saying Heather didn't really have a plan. I'm talking <laughs> myself into it. I, I am. I am. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to get to that with that. Uh, yeah. No, Jessica, I, she can't just do laundry, but as of this episode, I believe she's from Southwest Florida. I'm not sure that is that like Fort Myers. I don't no, know. If, it's like my like Southwest Florida. I don't know. Fort Myers is like central. Yeah. Okay. My, my, my grandma just moved to Fort Myers. Okay. She's on the West side though, but yeah. Oh, regardless, we, we got very like little. Like Naples maybe. Oh, okay. All right. You, you know what? You're probably right. I think it's like Fort Myers, Naples, Naples area. I think you're right. Like, I don't know where the, I don't know where it technically starts, but I think as long as you're below Tampa, maybe you're fine. Saying okay. you're South Florida. You you got more Florida experience than me. I just want to confirm, but okay. <laughs> yeah. That I think that's that's probably enough on Jessica though, based on this episode. <laughs> I think we spent more time on Jessica than the than the first episode spent time on Jessica. <laughs> uh, So, Sean, let's get into the charter recap a little bit. So we welcome Nikki and her friends on board. Mm -hmm. Uh, Overall, they look like a group. They're a group of ladies. They just want to have fun. Uh, It sounds like they want to get pampered, but we haven't really seen too much from them yet. Um, I think it's maybe that's a common theme this season when and I think we saw a little bit of this last time. Rachel was the chef that like if guests aren't like overly rowdy or overly drunk or overly this. And they seem to like the food, then the show doesn't really focus around them. Oh yeah, and, and and Rachel's like basically always perfect. Like Rachel never misses. So, I all we really got from well, so trying like where, where do we start? I mean, so you know that you know Nikki's charter starts. Um, you know, Fraser makes the chocolate martini. Yep. Which I guess he's never made drinks before, but that turned out well. That seems hard to believe. Like a, a second student not making drinks. Um, I guess, well, because he was just head of housekeeping on his previous yeah. boat. So yeah. So I mean, really, the first night, <clears throat> Rachel kills it. All right, per mm-hmm. usual, the seafood extravaganza. Did I say that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one of the ladies said seafood heaven, and Sean, I think seafood heaven is like a top ten heaven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right, like, like experience you can have on Earth, seafood heaven might be a top ten. <laughs> that dinner looked fun. I liked it, uh, dude. Uh, I was jealous of Eddie's Hawaiian shirt. I currently do not own a Hawaiian shirt, but by next summer, I'll have one. There's a there's a bar near me here in Denver that if you wear a Hawaiian shirt there on Fridays, it's like a ping pong bar. Mm-hmm. And if you wear a Hawaiian shirt, you get to play ping pong for free versus like renting the table. So, and I think you rent the table for like 20 bucks an hour or something. So if you buy one Hawaiian shirt and you use it for two hours there, you're, that's a break even. You got to tell Eddie about that. Cause he might still have that shirt. Yeah, no, that, that looked like a fun dinner. I liked all the, uh, all the shirts and dresses. Uh, Heather looked great. And her out there. I just want to. I'll, I'll I'll stop, but like I don't know. Gonna have to cool. Gonna have to cool Sean off here. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, honestly, I will just say this is a good looking crew, head to toe, right? All around, I think there's a really good looking crew, guys, girls, everywhere in between. I think Bravo knows what they're doing. Um, yeah. You know, I think they're they're setting this up to be a good season, and if the previews show it this might be so yeah um, yeah obviously they had the hawaiian luau um sean let me ask you as we go into the next day here we're talking beach picnic on the first charter Mm. that is nightmare fuel for a chief stew (laughs) and and exterior right like they're barely getting their bearing straight as far as what's where and now you're gonna have to bring charter guests off the boat you're gonna have to pack everything you have to know where every single thing is i mean i just don't see this going well next episode (laughs) 
Oh, man. I mean, and so, okay. I've never seen Captain Lee or Captain Sandy or Captain Glenn on the beach, like, helping set up the picnic. They're on the boat. Their bosun or first officer, whoever, is setting up the picnic. What, I, what what's Captain Sean doing? Why is the captain off the boat? That's what I don't get. Like, hmm. isn't like isn't his job to like steer the boat, like make sure it doesn't get like taken over by pirates? <laughs> like, what what is he doing? He's five hundred meters away. I just I I agree with you. I've never seen it before. I didn't understand it. Obviously, Eddie was getting flustered. I didn't know what Eddie's plan was, honestly, with this. Like, if he wasn't going to bring those chairs, what were the people going to sit on? I'm sure we'll find out. But, uh, you know, in Eddie, we trust. But, yeah, I have no idea what this captain was Well, doing. I think so. So Captain Sean said that they brought the wrong cushions. Now, Eddie seemed to think, no, these, were, these cushions were actually fine. So, look, I, we'd have to get a better look at the chair and have a seat or whatever. But here's one thing I would say from working in a somewhat similar industry. If the guests are anxious, sometimes you can't be perfect. You just got to, you got to, they had a time set and they want to hit that time. You got to do the best you can and kind of focus on what's the, what's most important. I think you're right. It was and, actually really funny how they kept doing like timestamps. <laughs> It'd be like 127. A girl would be like, I'm bored. And then like 1.30, she'd be like, I'm anxious. And then at like 1.31, it was like all of these complaints within like a four-minute span. It's like, first of all, shouldn't you ladies be on island time? Like, if I'm half hour, I, I, I went to Hawaii um, in September. I didn't care if I was 45 minutes late to anything. Like, and no one else did either. So, like, the fact that you're 10 minutes late to... 20 minutes late, whatever it is, to a beach picnic. Like, yeah, to, to drink soak it, up the rays. Yeah, to drinking and eating somewhere slightly different. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You have a hot tub, you have this, you have that. Um, I didn't seem like the water toys were out yet, which mm. maybe this, I don't know. Maybe they don't want it. But um, yeah, I think I think we gotta we gotta chill out a little bit here. Just enjoy where we are and the fact that you really don't have a destination necessarily. Oh yeah, hundred percent agree. Another thing about Captain Sean, little he cares a little bit too much about the pillows and cushions. We kind of saw that all episode. He's constantly fluffing them and everything. And like I get it, but hey, man, you're also the captain of the boat. And like you said, there's pirates out there. Yeah, <laughs> there's krakens. The anchor can be spinning. Um, yeah, who's to say? Like, you gotta let Eddie worry about the cushions. So. Yeah. If this is below deck med, Captain Sandy would be dragging anchor every other episode. <laughs> yeah, she can't be off the boat worrying about cushions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I guess we got to talk about um, Garbage Bag Gate. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's really a scandal, so it probably can't be called a gate. But there is a garbage bag. Is this really something you're going to ask the chef to call the chief stew to come into your room because there's a garbage bag on a chair that there is a zero percent chance you're going to sit on that chair so yeah basically where that was located in the room it's like i feel like most you know people from middle class families in america they have a room that no one's allowed to hang out in right it's like we call it yeah. our dining room I wasn't yeah. allowed to send the furniture in there unless it was like Christmas. <laughs> it was basically like that chair was like one of those chairs. There's, she was never going to sit in that chair for one second of this chair. <laughs> yeah. I, and the fact that, I don't know, I thought it was a big deal made about it. And obviously once it was brought to Heather's attention, she had to kind of like, address it and say oh my gosh i'm so sorry things like that but it's like all right yeah like it just didn't seem like a big deal but i don't know i know if you're paying a lot of money i guess you have a right to any little thing going wrong complaining about and i'm not even hating on the charter guests really but i i just i didn't think it was that big of a deal now i like when yeah i agree when uh, heather brings it up to frazier 
And she calls Jessica over too. Like you're Who? free. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> the third, <laughs> the laundry girl. Uh, oh, yeah, Frazier okay. just fires right back at her and was like, Oh, I was in the middle of doing turndowns during the Caribbean dinner, and then you call you made me leave turndowns to help out with service, so that's why I couldn't get back to that. Like, I don't know, man. I think you knew that garbage bag was there. I mean, he probably just forgot, but yeah, he, he, well, he, he could have went back down and checked on the rooms again. He yeah. just helped clear plates. I think sometimes when people are like perfectionists, if they don't do something right, rather than maybe like blame themselves, they come up with reasons as to why they weren't perfect. Right. Cause they yeah. have such high standards for themselves. Um, I'm not a self-proclaimed perfectionist or even get it close ish. Um, I'm just kidding. But anyway, Sean, I think that's a good recap of, the episode here right is there anything else you want to go over or are we getting into your historical historically right most of the time initial crew rankings i guess the only other we kind of addressed at the top um the eddie and rachel stuff where she she addresses hey i didn't know eddie had a problem with me last season until i watched the show yeah and but you know that's that's eddie and rachel I, I don't know. She, yeah, she got drunk and ruined a few dinners. And yeah, Eddie's, I think. Yeah, Eddie's big on table, table manners too. So, really big on table manners. Please and thank you. Just go a long way. Uh, I think he also was like the dad of that season, right? He had like yeah. kind of a younger team. So he was like the dad. So he was like, hey guys, this is not acceptable. Um, he could have maybe done it in a different way. But at the same time, if one of your coworkers, in your eyes, just making an ass of themselves, you know, you can talk about it with your other coworkers. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So, so we'll, yeah, we'll see it, how that unfolds. But yeah, that's definitely something to watch. It's probably not number one thing to watch. I think you're right. Frazier and Heather is probably the number one storyline I'm interested in most, but that's, that's up there. Mm hmm. Lay it on me. Initial crew rankings. What do you got? All right. Number one, no surprise, Eddie. As I said before, the guy's a star. Great point of view character. And guy just knows how to be on camera at this point. So easy one for sense. me. I got Eddie number one. Now, num number two, John, is Jake. Like I said before, I can't wait to watch this guy party. He kind of reminds me, so of Sailing Yacht, maybe like a little, little Gary-ish, but almost like smoother and like a little cooler though. Like James from mm, okay, like latest well, season of Below Deck? Okay. How about you take James and Gary, the best parts of them together? That's so Gary's, Gary's hair and James's <laughs> eyelashes. And I pretty <laughs> I'm way I'm more in a jig than I am to Heather. So but no, this this guy's this guy's the coolest. Um yep. we didn't really do anything. It's just every girl and also Frazier is into him. So I'm just yeah, must be nice, man. Uh yep. so <laughs> I got Jig two, and then I got Heather third. I think we got a lot of star potential here too. Um, uh, I think she's gonna be a lot of fun off charters because like, I know she's a chief stew, but she's also only 25 and I think she's gonna, a lot of opportunities to get messy with her too. I actually wouldn't mind if Jake and Heather got together. You never know. Mm. That would be, that'd be pretty cool. Yep. And I think there's gonna be a lot of drama with her and Frazier. So I think. I think Heather's going to kind of carry a lot of the season. She might have an emotional roller coaster of a season. Mm. I feel coming down. <laughs> so that's so top three. Uh, John, what, John, what do you think about top three so far? Eddie, Jake, Heather. I think it makes a little sense. I mean, obviously Eddie, uh, and I like that you put Heather in there because we need our chief stew to be top notch. Mm -hmm. um, we saw in below deck 
sailing yacht, how much Daisy can carry a season. So if Heather can do anywhere even near that, this would mm-hmm. be a pretty successful season. Um, Jake, I mean, I think you're just going off like, like you, you saw that guy at a bar talking to a girl and you're like, wow, that guy's cool. Um, <laughs> you've got a little man crush on Jake, which is fine. But I will say that really we know who Rachel is and I don't think she's top three. Eddie is a top-notch guy. We saw a lot of Heather. We really just didn't see a lot of anyone else except maybe the captain, which we're probably both medium on, and Frazier, who is already running around frantic. So Jake's your wild card, and I yeah. I deem it acceptable. We're yeah. good. Beautiful. All right, speaking of Frazier, he's fourth just because he owned the episode. Yeah. And look, I know this is like my initial crew rankings. I think he's just going to cause a lot of drama all season if he lasts. If Heather doesn't fire him, and I just can't wait. I I love power struggles between Chief Stews and Second Stews. So, and he he clearly thinks he's better at the job than she is. So that's gonna be fun. Oh yeah. Then, kind of tied for fifth, I have Wes and Rena. We didn't get a lot, a lot from them, but they're both fun. They're both cool. They both have hookup potential. Um, a little confused about both their backgrounds. She, she's in Alaska. What's she doing up there? And I'm confused if Wes is from America or not, but they're going to be, they're good decor. They're going to be fun off charter. So looking forward to that. Then seventh, I have Rachel. Kind of said before, like it's awesome to watch someone who's great at cooking cook. It, it's like, you know, she dominates the, the galley. She's not like asking Chief Stews for approval constantly. You know, and that, it's refreshing. I love that, especially after Chef Matt. And even after Natasha, too. Like, it's just to watch someone like, like a badass cook cook is fun. So, Sean, I know why you ranked her seventh and then said a lot of nice things about her is because you know, A, she's going to ruin a dinner <laughs> just by like getting drunk. Um, and she's going to clash with your boy, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much. Yeah. I think her personality can be a lot. Sometimes <laughs> I basically, I wrote down basically like when she's not cooking, her personality can overpower some of her other crew members. I'm referring to Eddie and his, his standards for a nice dinner. Sure. So yeah. But also like, like if you overpower the dinner and you kind of kill the night of a sexiness, then my guy Jake can't do his thing either. Fair. So I'm worried about that too. Yeah. But yeah, so that's why she's seventh. Um, eighth is Jessica. She's she's on the crew. She's, she's there. On, she's, she's a body. The... <laughs> It'd be funny if I had like both the engineers and the other officer over her. <laughs> um, you know, she's she's Jessica. What what else can you say? And then, yeah, I have Captain Sean last. Um, yeah, no. I just, Sean, I he's literally off the boat as the captain. He's off the <laughs> boat. This is not what a captain does. He's not fluffing pillows. He's making sure nobody drowns, the anchor doesn't pull, and they don't get taken over by pirates. He's yeah. doing none of those things. Yeah. In my head of what a captain is, it's at this point, it's Captain Lee. I want like an old gruff guy who's like a little rough around the edges and he warms up eventually to people yep. and has great funny sayings uh, that I don't know. I want, I want Captain Lee back in my head. It's not Captain Sean and yeah, he doesn't know how to delegate whatsoever. Yeah. So you should, you should not be, you should not be sitting at the beach picnic, Sean. So no, shouldn't. So, Sean, I like your rankings. Um, we'll see how they hold up. We'll probably do this halfway through the season and then at the very end, right? Yeah, perfect. So hopefully we're replacing Sean with Lee and mm. moving him well up the rankings. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll see there. So, Sean, let's go into some life advice. Um, there's a, uh, a, we got a good one here. 
Agreed. Uh, and so for new listeners who watch, uh, maybe don't watch Below Deck Med or, or watch don't watch Below Deck Sailing Yacht, we do a life advice segment. So send in any of your life advice questions to belowdeckpod at gmail.com and we'll answer them here on the show. So Sean, uh, hey guys, here's a life advice question for you. So I work for a large logistics company in Southern California. I've been working for the company for about three years and overall, I'm pretty satisfied with my job. Recently, I accidentally came across my company's payroll notes and found out that one of my coworkers makes $19,000 a year more than me. We're in the same department and, I ha- and we have identical responsibilities. However, I've been with the company 18 months longer than her. Obviously, this has pissed me off. I want to ask for a raise, but I'm afraid how to approach this. I probably shouldn't bring it up to my coworker. I should, probably shouldn't bring up my coworker's salary, right? Curious what you guys would do. Hopefully, you guys use this one. Thanks, mm. Sean. This is a good one, and I feel like this this is very appropriate for where we are now. Now, my understanding right. is this is two women, so it's not. It, I don't think it's a workplace payroll discrepancy, sexist thing that right. I'm. Yeah, that we can tell from this. They're both women. Um. So, Sean, do you want to start off with this one? I, I'll give you my first reaction, and it's, damn, that's a huge salary difference. That was 19000 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And look, I know, I know logistics can mean, like, a lot of things, but even if, you know, let's say, and this would be wild because very few people make this straight salary. Let's say she's making two hundred grand a year. That's still a 10% pay difference between the two of them. It's a lot. It's a huge job. And that's 200 grand a year. And let's, you know, and let's go other end. Let's say she makes like 50 grand a year. That's a 38% difference. Math that's, guy over here. Yeah, I know, right? right? <laughs> not bad, not bad. Uh, <laughs> never to calculus, but no. still. Um, no, but uh, that's really big, right? It's huge. Yeah. $19,000. Yeah. Um, um I don't know, like John, I think where I was going to start with her as far as like, she's kind of in a, t- like a pickle because if, look, her coworker, they do the same job, right? Same department. Yep. But our emailer has been there longer. So this is a challenge because she's not going to be satisfied unless she makes exactly the same amount of money as her coworker or more. Like she could get a $10,000 raise and she'd be initially happy. But then eventually she'd be looking over at her coworker and be like, oh, you still make nine grand a year more than me. And I've been I mean, here longer than you. Is this the absolute definition of ignorance is bliss? Like, yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> she's happy. She's happy at her job, right? She's probably yeah. still happy. And yeah, there is more on the table available to her, but you know, she's pretty satisfied with her job, but. It's just through a wrench in it. And yeah, maybe she comes out on top as a result. But um, Sean, one of the things right now that we're, you know, I think everyone's seeing is just we're in the, we're in an age of wage inflation right now. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you see the grocery store, fast casual retail, you know, they're offering more per hour than ever before. Right. This isn't just happening in these stores though. It's happening in every business that just doesn't have a sign outside that says that they're paying X dollars an hour. Right. Right. Um, there's a good chance that the the last person hired at any firm at you know at the exact position is making more money than you. Yeah. So, you know, that's because we're in a tight labor market right now and that means that the cost to acquire talent and workers goes up. So, that's it's naturally tough because it's not your company's responsibility to if all of a sudden they start paying entry workers an extra thousand dollars to try to get them to come to your company mm-hmm. that they're not going to give everyone a thousand dollar raise. Like that's just not how things work. Right. Probably not. Um, so yeah, like you're right. That's, I mean, that's probably why this new, uh, her coworker that's newer than her is making more money. That's a big difference. I, my, so my plan of attack was, Whoever the decision maker is at your job, like your direct supervisor, maybe it's HR, whoever it is, kind of uh, 
call a meeting with them and I would do a couple of things. You bring up how hard you've been working. You maybe you bring up like a few like you know slight grievances with your job without saying like you're complaining. But then you kind of finish it off by saying like how much you love working with the company. But then you mentioned that your only big problem is compensation. And then here's how you word it. You ask, you know, your supervisor, whoever it is, um, hey, could you look into raising my salary by $19,000 and like see if that's possible? And that kind of shifts the burden onto your employer to, oh yeah, we'll, we'll look through this and maybe they'll, it might just be like, oh, we didn't realize we we're paying this new person way more than you. And like, the good news is like, hey, there's already someone doing your job making that amount of money. So there is precedent. But I think you have to kind of let your employer know like, hey, you could lose me. So I think that that's a risky play. Yeah. Personally, because you don't know the exact resume that the person that got hired that has a similar job than you. So yeah. although I might be doing is some, like me, I'm a, I'm a CPA, right? There's other people that are in my exact position at, you know, other firms, what like this, but they don't have their CPA. They're probably getting paid less. I don't know if that's true, but I would just assume, right. They have less credentials. So you don't know if like that person that is doing the same job as you has other credentials that are more valuable to the company. And that's why they're willing to pay them this rate now, because they know, Hey, this person's going to move up the chain here, you know? Right. So I think that's a tough, what I would suggest. And I think take it, take either one, take either one, take a combo of this is going to your boss and say, Hey, listen, I know I've been here a while and I know what the market out there looks like. And that, you know, personally, you'd be hard pressed to believe that the starting salary for the job in the department you're in hasn't gone up since you started working here. And what mm -hmm. you want is next time there's an evaluation and an opportunity for a pay raise, your dedication and longstanding history with the company is recognized to match how the market has changed since you were hired. Okay. So that is a more passive way to go about what basically what you said, you know, and I feel like it really comes down to how fast do you want this to move? Because the way I suggested, it's going to move slower, right? Mm -hmm. um, if, you know, but, you know, if you hated your job, then I would say move it real quick, you know, because then you're just doing it for the money, right? Yeah. But if you're going slower, or if you like the job, maybe you can go a little bit slower to do this. But that's really the listener's decision as to how fast they want to move this. If they want to make 19 grand in the next three weeks, or at least get that conversation going where that's the number. Maybe that, maybe your way is the way to go about it. If they're willing to slow roll it and uh, unfortunately just quote unquote, see what happens. Mm. Like maybe they say, Oh yeah, we're doing, you're doing a great job. Here's 5,000. Now you're back at where you started. Yeah. I think John, you've risen, you've been in the like more of the professional corporate world longer than me. So you, you phrased it probably a little bit better. I would I'd give you that depending on like what this job's like, it's a, a big logistics firm. Yeah. yeah. I, it's just going to be slower. It's, and you're taking more of a chance than being direct like you are. Right. Yeah. Um, do I think we both agree. You don't mention that, you know, how much your coworker is making, right? Uh, I don't think you do that because then it gets into, it's not your fault for seeing the information or necessarily using the information, but I don't think it's a great look. Um, it's probably not a great look for the firm that they just had payroll sitting out. Mm. But um, the, I guess the other thing, Sean, that you mentioned is you could say, hey, listen, I know I didn't know if I was supposed to see this, but I, I saw it and I saw this person's making X more than me. And that just seems odd to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe that's like almost like play dumb, right? Yeah. What <laughs> What if the company, instead of giving our email or a raise, just docks the other employees' pay so they're making the same? I or do they think, split it, 8,000 a piece? Yeah. 8,000 down, 8,000 up? I do think it's it's so weird that people are at jobs, and I've kind of experienced this, where 
they if you find out someone's making more money than you it, 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 people get so upset yeah and i i get it it makes sense because if you're doing the same job and we'll take our emailers like uh word for it that they're you know just as good at the job or better and been there longer and they're you know they're doing the same work same responsibility so yeah it, it makes sense like that's just human nature like you you're gonna be competitive with people like on your level and yeah i think uh i actually like your idea about bringing up like hey i saw this <laughs> yeah like I, I didn't know if I was supposed to see it. I did see it. I didn't go snooping. I literally saw it. It was there. What's up? What's <laughs> up? Yeah. So yeah. here's my paycheck or here's my pay stub too. Yeah. Let's can we can we fix this? So uh per usual, Sean, we're giving a lot of advice, and I'm not sure any of it's good, but at least our listener has some options now. So uh yeah, Sean, take, what basically I, I think our both our initial advice is kind of similar. You just freeze it in more of a passive way. I was more aggressive. Yeah. But I kind of like just going, Hey, I saw this. Yeah. I saw, I saw, you know, coworkers pay stub. Where'd you see this? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Point is I saw it. Yeah. Uh, so Sean, uh, I am so excited for a new season of below deck legacy. Um, you know, I, have a lot of high hopes with this crew. It's pretty new. Um, you know, Rachel's back, Eddie's back, Lee will be back, but I think that they've brought in some fresh blood here that can really boost the season and make it maybe an all-timer. All right. I agree. I, I really enjoyed this episode. A lot, of, a lot of Americans in this crew. A lot of Americans. Yeah. Uh, so uh, listeners, if you're on Twitter, Follow Sean at Below Deck Sean, and I'm at Below Deck John. That's right. Change my Twitter handle. Love Sean. it. Love it. Um, uh, we also have a Twitter handle, Overboard underscore Pod. However, I believe at least Sean or I will be live tweeting from our handles. Um, if you also want to get into some more listener submitted life advice here, please submit it. It's Below Deck Pod at gmail.com. Send it where you're thinking, and we'll try to answer wherever we can. Love it. Oh, everyone, happy Halloween. No, this is weekend. And everyone, bon voyage. See you next week.